1: Plus. If you could go out with one Villa player for a New Year's Eve night, who would it be? I don't know, who would you? Alan Hutton. Alan Hutton? Yeah, I think
0: he'd be lively. I mean, most of our local rivals, when they get anything against us, they seem to celebrate it like a win, which is not how I like to operate. It's quite a small time. Sure, but... They're... They're just mm-hmm. a little prank there. Mm-hmm.
1: Praxinatra, Sinatra. Didn't see that. No? Okay. And somebody came up to Dan. I was like, oh, I love what you do with the Villa View. It's so good. Love the podcast. Love the podcast. <laughs> I, I am literally half of the podcast. And uh, Dan's like, oh, yeah, there's Tom as well. Like,
0: Who? Hello, welcome to the Villa View podcast with myself, Dan Bardell, and Thomas Julian next to me. We're fresh from watching Aston Villa Beat Millwall 1-0 uh, Villa Park. Few, we have to do a few bits of travel have, actually afterwards haven't we to get to London yeah, get like, back to London to do the podcast and we've done fan, been around fan cams as well it's been, a, been like a slog after the game <laughs> but the game,
1: the game was very enjoyable I mean yeah I wouldn't say fresh is the right word but hey ten in a row History was made this afternoon at Villa Park. Of and course, lucky Tom Julian was there when history was made. wasn't there, Wasn't there for any of the dirgy <laughs> days? When, I mean, I was when Jack
0: was injured, and then he, he just rocks up to make history.
1: I've seen enough dirge to um, to last me a lifetime. Not as much as I'm you, real. admittedly. Yeah. But um, I mean, not not the greatest game in the world, but the result is all that matters. Villa in the playoffs and ten in a row is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, days that I did not think we would be seeing a
0: couple of months ago when I, we both sat here and said, the season's, season's done. Yeah, It's all about next season now. To, to what the lads have actually done is incredible, to be fair to them, and the, and the coaching staff and Dean Smith, obviously, as well.
1: Absolutely. I was speaking to a couple of the guys at FanCams, and we were just talking about how, I can't believe this is the same season. <laughs> it's just It just feel like three seasons, doesn't it, this one? There's yeah. like three separate bits. And Dave, um, Yorkshire Dave, was saying... I think after the nine wins in a row that's that's a fifth of the season you know to win a fifth of the season in one fell swoop and now it must be close to a quarter or or something like that but it's just it it just feels unbelievable that that Villa have cemented their playoff place with a couple of games to go Um, they're yeah. Pl- playing great football. Two clean sheets since we were last in the podcast. Although Jed Steer tried his best not to uh not to keep no, a yeah, cruise yeah, when he yeah. kind of yeah. ran out of his Rush box. Moment. <laughs> yeah. Um so we'll come on to the Bolton game as well. But it's just it's just been a wonderful weekend. The sun shone. It's been a bank holiday weekend.
0: I'm, barbecues. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I've had a terrible bank holiday weekend up yeah? until today. Go on. Yeah. Well, well I, my rabbit wasn't very well, was no. he? And I've I, I don't know. Whole, oh, I've not told you. No. Well, yeah, I've spent the whole bank holiday weekend with plans getting cancelled because I've been in the vets and the emergency vets and the animal oh, hospital no. and stuff. He's okay now, Good. thankfully, but my bank balance is not oh, no. okay at all. No holidays this year. If anyone wants to chip into the <laughs> Dan Bardell and Angela Bardell holiday fund... That would be most welcome. Does this mean we're not going on the Villa uh, US tour just yet? I mean, unless you've got some hidden money that I don't know about, because the Villa Viewers have got (laughs) no budget to do anything. I don't think the Villa Viewers have got the budget to go to the FBAs at the moment, which is sad, but it is what it is. Worth mentioning that if I pass out in this podcast, it's due to the garments that I am wearing this evening, so we decided that we'd wear present day Villa shirts tonight to just I don't want to say pay respect, but that's not the right word, but hot pay homage. In homage, in yeah. In homage, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> to uh, the current first team for their unbelievable winning streak. But the one that I've chosen is uh player-worn Conor Horahan jersey, and he wears an extra small. It's, as you can imagine,
1: it's not too spacious yeah, you, in there. You're not breathing as well as you should be. It's a bit like when I wore the kids' 95 it's not shirts, far <laughs> Um Let's get into it then. Let's. Can uh, I just have some respect for fitting into an athlete shirt? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Let's see if you make the podcast before it just rips. Yeah. Midway. That's true. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the Bolton game first of all. Bolton nil Villa. Get that time. want to talk. No, about we've that. got to talk about it. We've got to. We've got to pay respects <laughs> to, to, to Bolton because there's a lot to get into there. Not least uh, Bolton now relegated from the Championship. They set a new record for club defeats. But Villa march on another clean sheet, which is massive. 25 goals from Tammy Abraham. First player to do that uh, since Andy Gray in 1976. Hurting himself doing it. Yeah, hurting himself doing it. He actually came out today. Uh, I was in the Trinity Road and he came out of one of the boxes up the top there. Arm in a sling. Uh, a couple of fans spoke to him after the game and driving. a picture of him driving
0: his car earlier on today. He yeah. Got a sling on. Yeah, should you be driving a car with a
1: slinger? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, nobody knows the extent of the injury. Apparently, he said it's going to be two to three weeks. So it basically yeah. means that I think he's okay, but Villa are going to take care of him until the
0: playoffs. I mean, the fact that we have qualified for the playoffs with two games to spare is remarkable. Yeah. By the way, absolutely remarkable. But now we can afford to say, well, there's no point rushing him back. Tom just uh, missed the desk. with his I elbow Do that at work all the time. But yeah, we can say now that he. We don't need him for those two games. It's not imperative that he plays the last two games. We can afford to keep him fresh now, nurse him back and get him back for the playoffs.
1: Yeah. So Villa Villa dominated the the Bolton game. El Ghazi had a couple of chances. McGinn had a chance cleared off the line early doors. Yeah. First half kind of a a quietish affair, but straight after the second half, Grealish making all the difference again, and Tammy Abraham providing a goal, which is. Not not the
0: way it usually is. Yeah, it was a usual combination, but in an unusual way. Obviously, you don't expect to see Tammy Abraham pinging in crosses for Jack Grealish to head home. No. A couple of headers for Jack now this season. Add, adding that to his game, the big man.
1: <laughs> yeah, another back stick. Absolutely, but not not just the headers. Adding goals to his game. Oh, That's yeah. something that that Villa fans. If you were gonna put a knock on Grealish, it was he didn't score enough. And and what's it? Six goals he's got now. Yeah. And and all of them since Smith's been in charge. Right, and he, he's got this free reign, He's playing with a with a, a fresh attitude. He's added goals to his game, and now every pundit in football is saying gr- Jack Grealish is the one to watch. Oh, he's the re-
0: he's the grill deal. As Very we, nice. As as we've said before, <laughs> but I don't think we've ever said that he's before. The, he's the complete package now. Yeah. You, all he all had to do was add productivity to his game. Yeah. And he's done that. He's so e- easy on. There. And even today, I mean, I'm going to keep cutting back to today. Yeah. Because obviously, it's fresh in my mind. Fine wasn't at his best today, I didn't think at all. He wasn't as involved in the game. Same with McGinn, actually, neither of them were involved in the game as much as they usually are. Yet yeah, still so
1: effective.
0: Mm. Still capable of just making some magic, and he, he could have scored a couple of times. I thought he had a shot that was that was saved, didn't he? He ended up going kind of straight at the goalkeeper today, but still very very effective. I thought he looked a little bit injured today. Did you? I don't know whether I'm reading too much into things. i have been paranoid, but I just felt he was carrying. He looked like he was carrying something to me. Not not 100 comfortable. I could be completely wrong here. You've watched the same game as me.
1: Yeah, I. It's interesting. I got to watch the game with my dad today, which is obviously the usual dynamic that you have. And my dad doesn't watch a huge amount of Villa and has never really bought into Jack Grealish. Yeah, he said that to me before the game. Yeah, actually. but he's he's obviously seen what he's done since, since Grealish has come back and been made captain. And he watched him today and he was like, Jack Grealish is a difference maker. But I think there's still more. And he's watched him on TV and seen more from him. I think I th- Dad's getting into Villa now, isn't he? I, I think st- he is. I sense him getting into it today. He really liked coming. He loved Villa Park. He's been to Villa Park a couple of times without me. Yeah. Um, which is annoying. Which is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Sensible choice. Yeah, thanks. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I think... If he's going to start adopting a team, then it might be Villa, which is nice. But back to Grealish, there was a couple of times where, where he ran, well, he did run the midfield. He We're talking was about in... Bolton now or Millwall, because I feel like we've got away. You've you thrown me, <laughs> haven't with uh, yeah. Well, the Millwall game, yeah. specifically, he was playing the nice passes. He also had a couple of chances where he danced through a couple of defenders, brought down, uh, as he always is, and, um, and, and holds the ball up in the corner as well. So... I, I felt like he was maybe playing within himself a little bit, but that was because of the opposition. Millwall didn't really have that much to offer in attack, and therefore Grunic no. kind of had a comfortable game. I didn't see it as much of an injury as much as yeah, saving maybe himself right. a little.
0: Yeah, like he didn't need to be at his absolute best today because of the way the game was. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably fair.
1: I don't know. I'll try
0: and find out. But I mean, I have already asked the question. Yeah. But uh, I'll try and find out. You always do. Yeah. Um,
1: well, let's go. Back. Let's go back to Bolton if we can for a second. Just I know. to talk. Well, about. I just want to you talk. Do a podcast the day of the game. But- Why are we talking about something that it was last week? Because we haven't talked about it. I this know. Is but what no we one cares do.
0: It's about that now.
1: Let's talk about Tammy Abraham getting to 25 goals yeah, and right. what a milestone that is. What, yeah, what a terrific achievement
0: that fantastic. is. Fantastic. But I want to talk about Villa B Mill. You one are, one are
1: supposed to be a podcast host. We work off each other. Come on.
0: Okay. Like Tammy and Jack did for both goals Golden and this stage
1: wasn't it except you're letting me down here I'm not I'm just making I, I know what the viewers want I know what the listeners want what What does it mean to Tammy Abraham and how much does that affect him in terms of potential to stay next year to get 25 goals Would do you think he's got more of an affinity for the club and if we go up would he want to come back do you think? I think he wants to
0: play in the Premier League I think we've probably got wind of that Mm. in January when there was a lot of stuff swirling around in the press I think he believes he's a Premier League player and I think to be fair although it didn't go great for him at Swansea I think he is better than the Championship so I think by virtue of that he is a Premier League player so I think if we go up We've got a great chance of signing him, and I think was he, a great chance of him wanting to be a Villa. He's not going to go, want to go to Chelsea and be third, fourth striker. Yep. That's no good for him now. He's had a season playing football again, like he did at Bristol City the year before last. That's what he wants to do, and he's got that consistency of being a Villa. He could do with consistently being at a club, if that makes sense. Mm. It's no good just changing, flitting around, changing clubs all your career. It's the same with Twan Xabi, really. These kind of players that they're very, very good players. I actually think Twan is good enough for Manu. Is Tammy good enough for Chelsea at the moment? Probably not. But is he good enough to play Premier League? Yes, but at that point in his career, now he needs to say, I need to be at one club
1: for a few years and settle down, get down some roots." Do you think if Villa go up, he is going to be as talismanic in the Premier League as he is in the Championship?
0: No. I think if you were in the Premier League, I don't envisage Tammy Abraham playing every game for. front are yeah, games. You need to have different options. There'd be another. We'd sign another striker as well. We've got other strikers at the club, so I think I don't think he'd be the main man. I think there'd be another striker there as well with him. So he, I don't think he'd get 25 goals
1: in the Premier League for a start. So do you think Dean Smith would change the way he plays with without one on top, or you think he'd play two up top, or just rotating strikers? I think he'd get in a striker that can potentially
0: play wide as well. So for example. In the Premier League, let's say this isn't—I mean, I probably do think this—but this isn't me saying this now. Let's say Codger's not good enough to play in the Premier League. You are getting a replacement for him mm. who's better than him, who can <laughs> play wide and play up front. So, for in tough a tough away game, for example, that striker might play up front on his own. Mm. In a home game, Tammy might play up front, and that striker plays on the wing. You that's the way I would envisage it, Cody. But this is like looking into the future and stuff—something that might not even happen.
1: Exactly. My dad said that to me earlier. It's hard
0: though now. Yeah. It's very hard not to get carried away because not many teams win ten games in a row. Like it's
1: it's obscene. Well, we talked about this a few weeks ago, didn't we? Where I said that we were the Fulham, and you you kind of put the put the brakes on it a little bit. But ten week there, uh, uh, ten ten wins in a row. We take on Leeds, who lost tonight as well. They're, they're, the wheels are really falling off at Ellen Road. You know, yeah. you beat you beat Leeds, and then Norwich is a kind of weird one because Norwich are already up now. Villa are in the playoffs I mean they still might be chasing fourth rather than fifth we want fourth
0: yeah I want fourth I want to finish ahead of West Brom
1: yeah for pride or for second game I want
0: to be at home second but I just want to I want to finish ahead of them I always want to finish ahead of all the other Midlands teams I always want Villa to be the best in the Midlands that they can be and obviously we can't be ahead of Wolves yeah this season but I want us to be ahead of West Brom and ahead of Birmingham yeah also think that Obviously, we're going to be playing West Brom, I think, bar some kind of mathematical miracle. Yep. It'll be Villa-West Brom. I just fanci- I fancy us against them, if we get them. I really fancy us. I also think that Jay Rodriguez cheating for that handball, and that cost us two points, and that gained them a point that they shouldn't have got, and if they do end up finishing ahead of us,
1: I think Philok like is going to come back round and, and bite them. I yeah. really feel like that's going to happen. And then Gareth Barry's out as well, isn't he, for the season, yeah. which is... I, I, which is good because Gareth Barry's a good player. I'm, I'm not necessarily afraid of Gareth Barry, but it's it's quite nice to know that. He's out. Yeah, no, um, always afraid of Barry. At this stage of his career, he's not someone who's going to be a
0: direct threat. Although he did rip, he did kind of run the game at Villa Park actually, but it's a different time when we weren't playing well. We didn't have Grealish. we were a bit all over the place. People were still finding themselves like Mings. Yeah, I just think I just I fan- obviously fancy against anyone at the moment. Because we're beating everyone that we play. Yeah. And different kinds of wins as well. Which we has got the Bolton one as a different kind of win. On Friday and today was a different kind of win. We're just, we're just doing bits. Yeah. We are doing bits.
1: It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is nice. Well, let's talk about today then. Because I don't have... Yeah, Forget I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to fight against the tide anymore. It was, it, was a, it was a lovely day, first of all. Um, very, very early. Early day. But, but apart yeah. from that... Um, what did you think of the one o'clock kickoff early? Was the reasoning behind it? I'm I'm not sure. I don't know.
0: No, okay. No, I don't <laughs> But either.
1: but did it feel weird to you, kind of kind of kicking off early? It Wasn't on?
0: ideal because obviously I was supposed to be in Birmingham all weekend, but my plans got ruined, so I had to drive up on my yeah, own already. this morning. So I was up at seven mm. to make sure I got there and I had some stuff to do in Birmingham this morning. Didn't Really feel that like weird at all. I just felt like it was a, when I was there, it felt like it was a three o'clock kickoff, yeah. But then when I finished FanCams, it was two hours earlier than it, than it normally is. That was basically the only difference. <laughs> it's a good job as well because it took me ages to get home, yeah. And it's quite late starting
1: the podcast, later than we normally would. So, Abraham comes out obviously through injury and Codger comes in rather than Davis. Was that a shock for you? It's 50-50, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it's preference.
0: He it wouldn't have been my pick. I I'd thought have, I'd have probably picked Keenan. I thought it was going to be Davis. But my only thought is, is that over the last few games, Keenan's been good coming off the bench. And Codger was good coming off the bench before he got injured. So Codger had maybe earned the start more than Keenan had. And if Keenan's been effective coming off the bench, having him coming off the bench. Again, he's good for seeing games out, isn't he, Keenan? Yeah. I, I really, really like Keenan Davies. I liked him last season, but this, the
1: fleeting amount we've seen him this season, there's just something about him that I really like. I feel like, and, and you're right, we haven't seen too much of him but in the in the sn- snippets that we have, I, f- I feel like he's come on. He's yeah. added a bit of uh, maybe even just confidence to finesse. this game. Yeah, finesse. Finesse is right. Obviously, still not getting in the. Oh, he could have scored today, but he's not quite finding the net. No, but no that's that, that's something they that can add to. Do you think if we go up, if if we go up, he that that's a bad that's bad for Keenan Davis because he's going to get less chances potentially in the prep? Possibly one that
0: you'd look at to maybe go on loan. Because I imagine we'd be... Again, it's all hearsay, isn't it? But if we were to go, I imagine... You don't want to do too much because look at Fulham. Yeah. They dismantled their side. Yeah. And it's not worked out well for them. You need to find some kind of balance of keeping what you've got, but yet improving in certain areas as well. Keenan may be one that would in the Premier League would go out on loan because he'd need a whole
1: season playing football. I, I don't think he'd get that in the Premier League. Two or three years ago, he was at... A non-league side, wasn't yeah. he? So but he's yeah. a good footballer, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a clever player. Yeah, yeah. I really like him. No, it's good. It was good to see him on the ball. But it was it was Kodja that got the start, and obviously Kodja that got the goal as well in 30 minutes. Um, and where El Ghazi played really, really well, I thought today, uh, very, very tricky, very creative, and like you said for a while, linking up with Neil Taylor oh, yeah. really well. Um, he was he was the creator for the goal and. Codger, one of the knocks against Codger, which I think is fair, is that he doesn't anticipate things particularly well. There's a couple of times where he didn't today, but he did for the goal and he got there just ahead and it was a good striker's poach. Yeah, I think that is
0: Codger. That is he's infuriating because you know he, he's got ability he can, and he comes it.
1: in and does something clever
0: and scores the goal. Yeah, Two minutes before that, he intercepted a loose pass and could have been through on goal. And he took a touch. It was literally, it was like a shot. Yeah, it went for miles. Yeah, like, and you you're just so infuriated by him. And then two minutes later, he's sticking the ball in the back of the net. I think that is j- just just codger. As a lone forward, he's not really for me. If I'm being honest, if, if he's in my team, I have him on the wing. Yeah, because I watch him. And I watch him quite closely today. He's very rarely trying to make a run in behind. He's not dropping deep to come and get the ball and letting people get beyond him. Yeah. So you he, he should be doing one of those two things, sure. in my opinion. He kind of takes up at positions that aren't threatening for me as a, as a lone striker, or if he drifts out of the game and it, where he's not the focal point, when you need to be, like, Tam, like Tammy does, when you're the leading striker on, on your own. I just don't think he does
1: the things that a lone striker should do. I think that's an odd one, isn't it? Because he, he gives the impression that he wants to be the main man and the lone striker. But he wants to be a forward, for sure, you can tell. But drifting is exactly the word that I would use. He kind of... Kind of, It's a very laissez-faire attitude where you just kind of, oh, I'm going to go there. Oh, I might do yeah, this. Oh, and, and, and there's no like urgency. That. And then yeah. when, you, when you're on your own, you need to be bringing other people in, which Tammy does excellently. And you need to be playing on that last man to be ready. To, there was a point where it kind of, I can't remember who, who put the cross in, but it, it bobbled around and it comes to Kodja. And you just there's that split second where if Tammy Abraham's in that position, it's probably a goal. And Kodja's yeah. and just that little bit too slow and the goalkeeper swallows it up. And it's just You just wanted to have a pop <laughs> shot, don't you? A pop shot would have been perfect <laughs> at, that, at that stage. Whatever, of the game. whatever one of those is. <laughs> you just want to have a pop shot. Uh, Yedinak played at centre-back again. What did you what did you make of him? A couple of passes went, went astray. But Naomi, a player on the pitch
0: whose passes did, didn't make a couple of bad passes. Like, it, it happens. A couple of passes, which were... Done with
1: a plum as oh, well, to be uh, fair. Yeah,
0: to be fair, last home game, Bristol as well, he was doing the same thing. <laughs> yep. I thought the people that did well at Bristol uh, in the last home game did well again. Like you said about Neil Taylor and Al Ghazi, I think they're really developing a great relationship yeah. now. I thought, yeah, that was was fine. Yeah, It's probably his type of game, let's be honest, Millwall at home they're more direct than say a lot of championship sides I mean also that kind of plays into his ability more so than if someone's trying to play the ball around quickly and he's in a foot race he doesn't want to be in those positions I know straight from kick-off they tried to play in the channel and tried to get Yedinak moving and they didn't manage to to achieve that again so I thought the game suited him if I'm being honest but people in fan cams didn't see him
1: that enamoured with him but I thought he was fine yeah I mean he's a, he's a downgrade isn't he To, to not
0: pleasing on, on the eye I mean you look at how Mings plays the game and Mings is just an absolute joy to watch and you've fallen in love with Tyrone Mings because so <laughs> you saw him in like, that shirt
1: oh my goodness so, <laughs> so I mean first of all Tyrone Mings had an excellent Man game of the match, yeah. it felt like every time Millwall tried to get it forward Mings was there that he's just a beast. He was he, but he was everywhere. And he reads it so well. He's comfortable on the ball. He was back to the Tyrone Mings of January, February, where he's controlling the game rather than the last few weeks where he's had a bit of a, a, yeah, a he was weird a time. He's a bit erratic in one game,
0: wasn't he? The Rotherham away game. But I just love watching him because
1: oh, the game before that as well. Yeah, he wasn't just, he the Bolton game? He got. When did he get sent off? That was the Rotherham game. And the game before that he gave away God, a, a goal been so many games over the last few weeks wins. Yeah, so but many anyway, wins but anyway it doesn't matter but, but yeah anyway Tyrone Mings does the absolute business full time whistle I'm sitting just above the tunnel he comes over gives it one of these and he is he's like Anthony Joshua oh, under that's there a big, that's a big statement says like Aja it, Like he's, well, I he, what you mean he's though. not as muscular but he's as defined I uh,
0: mean I after Mary Avoid last week this podcast has really taken, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: taken a turn yet again
1: I don't think Mings got either
0: did he no, but I'm sure you'll have a change of heart. Now, if you play that today, I, you'd be all over I him, can't remember.
1: I think I gave it to Bjarnason, but I mean, my type is changing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, fluid. <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's a fluid thing. He just does everything well, though. Like, he defends well. He's passing. He's passing. He's so accurate. Every pass is perfectly weighted, and he starts off so many attacks. He's fast. He's athletic. He's hard hard as well. Like you don't want to mess with him Mm. because he can sometimes be quite graceful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Other times he's an absolute mean machine. Yeah. He's just such a good player. I just hope we get to keep him. I still don't see it being likely. Bournemouth would be crazy to sell him now. Yeah. The way he's developing because this is all he he's needed his game somewhere and he's getting them at Villa. Yeah. I think he wants to be at Villa now. I think he's decided. This is where I wanna wanna reignite my career, this is where I wanna be. But it doesn't always come down to the player. He's contracted to Bournemouth. If they wanna utilise him next season, they'll be in the Premier League for sure. It
1: must be amazing to to hear the whole crowd sing your name and to be so adored as a as a as a lone player that, that hasn't played a lot of football at Villa, you know, and immediately he was at one with the fans. Yeah. Which which doesn't happen that often. And it, it's just been brilliant to see and, and yeah, we'll see what happens in the summer. Um, but he is a Premier League defender, no doubt.
0: I mean, the only thing I can compare it to is when two people sang my name outside fancams once. I mean, that a that great was, moment. That was nice. I mean, I felt good. And that was two people. And they were probably taking the mic. And one so, of them was Rollo. Yeah, yeah. The other, <laughs> one, the other one was my dad. Just, uh, just imagine what he must feel. i like hear 40,000 people. And the atmosphere today as well. atmosphere so good. Mm. So I said when things were bad, like when Villa Park is... When things are going well, there is no better place to play, yeah. and that's true. So good, so good, Dave. And look, straight from kick off, the atmosphere is great. Someone misplaces a pass, I don't hear any groans. Mm. It's brilliant. I just wish it could be like that all the time. But obviously, when you winning ten in a row, you can't. You're not going to be criticising.
1: Well, but like so, there's a few people on Twitter saying like calling out people for criticising things. I haven't seen any criticism at all. Of there and anybody- I mean, there's nothing to criticise, is there? I think there's one one question I can't remember who it is asking um, whether Jed Steer is not good enough, and that's that's the yeah, only just thing. Two clean sheets. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, there was. I-, I I still think the jury is out whether he's good enough to be a Premier League goalkeeper, but that's a yeah, different question. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves with the Premier League today so far. Totally, and I think I, I kind of give it to us for for ten wins in a row. There's. There's reason for optimism, isn't there? For, for
0: sure, with the form team going into the playoffs now, which is what you want to be.
1: There was a point after the Godja God goal where Mill kind of got on top of us a little bit. They didn't have any real clear cut chance. I think they only had one shot on target all game. Jed Steer made a good save actually for for that. Yeah, it was a good save. I think I might have took a couple of nicks as well. Right, it was a good save because it was up your the end, whole right? end. Yeah, yeah. and um, but the, so Mill Mill get on top a little bit and it's a little bit nervy. Did you ever feel like Villa were out of control?
0: I didn't feel like we are out of control, but when you're 1-0, there's always a chance that Millwall can score. And there was maybe a 10-minute period towards the end of the second half where I started to think, oh, they might score off a set-piece or something. Set-pieces was the one. Set piece. Set-pieces has maybe been the one thing that I think we can maybe improve. I always think we look a little bit susceptible hmm. from, from set players. I mean, saying that, I can't remember when we last conceded from one. But I do always feel like we look a little bit susceptible. We definitely did under Bruce. We've got a lot more no, solid. Even like recently, I feel like if a team's going to score against us, it's going to be on a set-piece. Right. I think that says more about the way we're playing non Yeah, maybe. That, yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, maybe I'm noticing it more because we're looking so assured everywhere else, whereas before, with the West Brom game for example, set-pieces, hopeful long balls forward, short passing, everything looked like it would cause us problems. That, yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's probably a reasonable shout from you.
1: I want to give you a little story about half-time. Go on, then. Uh, my dad was absolutely desperate for a bolty pie. He was like, I've got to have one. I was like, fine, yep, yeah, go get one. By the time we got to the front of the queue, no chicken bolty pies left. He wasn't particularly happy. I really? wasn't. And oh, then, Julian. Yeah. I can imagine he's got a temper as well. No, he's all right. If he was a son, I'd have a temper. So, so the guy behind the bar was like, oh, I've got some veg... Veg-balty pies, and my dad was like, get out of town. I don't, I don't need that. not
0: a veg-man, is he? <laughs> so
1: full Brexit. The woman, the woman behind the, next to, next to this guy goes, go on, have this one. And it was on the, he just gave it to him. I was like, there weren't many pies left. I Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, just gave him a veg pie, or gave him get a, a veg-balty pie. pie. He ate
1: it, he liked it. He loved it. Wow. Had a great oh. time. Yeah. Oh. So, Kev, okay you shouldn't judge a book by, by its cover. Should yeah, you? shouldn't judge a chickpea by its pastry. I oh do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, the, anyway,
0: I've noticed it, that you do that. If you do a joke that doesn't land, you're just chucking a laugh. I just laugh just myself, so, just so someone. That's because
1: you never laugh. You never say anything I, funny. I give you a lot of a lot of feedback. You just kind of deadpan me because I make good jokes. <laughs> mm, I do. I I a do bit. It.
0: On the, bra- the brains and the beauty of the operation. Are you? And the humour. What am I? <laughs> the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've done notes. I'm
1: really struggling with notes yeah.
0: here. You did notes on the train, didn't you? You were desperate for me to send out the, the, the a quick tweet about doing the podcast so you could get some notage down. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, I'd I like, to, in, well, I I like an, to. I called you an anorak on the. <laughs> That's good it, term. You. It's a good <laughs> I think it's probably pretty apt, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um. I'd like to get the. I mean, this is the Villa View. Uh, yeah, okay, one all. That was a bang note. It wasn't missing <laughs> the table. I found
0: my. Elbow for those listening via audio.
1: For the Villa View is is the fans' channel, right? Mm. So we have to ask questions, we have to get the fans involved. That's why I wanted it out. So, so we're going to okay. build a minute. I I've got something for you.
0: Cool. I know you'll be interested in. Cool.
1: Ref was all right today. Interesting. I was going to go no, on to do the referee. You mind the referee today? I thought he, he didn't really have any decisions to make.
0: I liked that when the Millwall goalkeeper was time have after five minutes, he was like, I'm not having that. That was bold, wasn't I'd it? Never seen that happen before. Five minutes in, he was like on the on the case. Yeah. And then he had a word with the captain about time wasting when they were taking a corner. As so well, he wasn't having time wasting
1: today, was he, the ref? No, I, th- I thought he got everything right. There wasn't anything particularly difficult to do, but he just managed the game. really I didn't
0: well. hear a chant of "We always get uh, refs today," which tells me it's probably the first time I haven't heard that chant. Strong. Okay. Yeah. I thought you'd be reveling in the fact that referee did a good job, but you.
1: Oh, no, I'm your,
0: maybe your, you're so professional about stuff like this maybe you're just thinking well that's what he should be doing yeah that, that, ah, okay. but that is
1: right if you don't notice the ref then that's, then that's he good he's done his job yeah
0: yeah, he was good to know the ref don't know his name can't give him any credit I we'll, don't know who he was we'll find out it'll
1: okay. be fine um, uh, so so Glenn Whelan one of the players of the first half for me comes off quite early in the second half I wondered if that was a knock you think oh, he's had
0: this- a lot of games in the last few weeks
1: that seems an interesting um, reason to start him, then not start Conor hand if you think that Whelan's already tired.
0: I guess if you, the game's not going as you would like it to go, it's better to be able to bring Conor on than it is Whelan. Okay. You'd bring Whelan on to protect something, wouldn't you? Whereas if you wanted a goal, you'd probably bring Conor on. I thought Conor did well when he came on. I? I did. You've got a lot of interesting options in midfield at the, at the moment. It's, it's harsh on any... There's four In my mind, there's four of them going for those three places at the moment. Yeah. Any of them missing out is harsh. Like, kind of won't be happy that he hasn't played Friday or Monday, coming off the back of scoring the winner in the game before and playing well. Like, he's, that is harsh. On, yeah. that's harsh on anyone, no matter what we think about Horan. That is that's hard to take. Yeah, I wouldn't like.
1: Especially that. as a professional footballer, yeah, when when you are when you think and and deserve probably in this case to be playing. But they all the problem exactly. is they all
0: deserve to be yeah, playing, yeah. and you can't play. But you can't play four of them. because yeah. you don't want to move any of them out wide. No. anything silly like it doesn't, that. It doesn't make any sense. Because that's what Steve Bruce would do. Yeah. Would have done in this situation. Like Greenish would be on the left. Or, or something stupid. Some,
1: like... Somebody tweeted his first team sheet of this oh, season. Sorry. and it was The one that just, went home to Wigan. It was absolutely bizarre, isn't it? Like yeah. there's, there's Nothing about it makes sense, I don't think.
0: No. Like, I mean, Yednapp played centre-back. But even like Yednap playing at centre-back is different to Yednap not playing at centre-back for Dean Smith is different to Yednap playing at centre-back for Bruce. It's really sure. weird, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Because, it, but uh, I think it,
0: El at uh, right back under uh, Dean Smith he's a different El Mahamedi to that was playing he, right back for
1: Bruce but D, El Mohamedy in that first game was right wing I think wasn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, he he scored didn't he on like, uh,
0: the actual first game of the series. Yeah, well, the home.
1: team sheet I saw was Wigan at home so it was the first was home game right yeah Yeah. anyway that's that's the that's the constant debate isn't it with midfield and it's nice that we have those options those are the good headaches to have rather than being desperate for, for a player to fill in I'd imagine McGinn will sit out
0: against Leeds do you think uh, is that the suspension thing I can't remember is he one or two bookings while I was having a disagreement with my dad
1: I thought, it was, I thought he was still on 13 but maybe I'm wrong I don't have it to have um, okay. we'll have a look
0: and maybe you can risk it if it's 13 and 15 to the cut off then I think he can afford to just not, not go in for certain challenges kind
1: yeah, well, there's been a, f- a fair few questions about resting players now Now that we're in. Matt Collins, Kingsley, AVFC, Ashley Evans. Um, this is Matt Collins' tweet, I think. I, th- I think we've now a great opportunity to rest Grealish, McGinn, El Ghazi, Mings over the next couple, i.e. miss a game each. Or what should we uh, go all out to keep the run going? Lou, I've seen some comments about resting players or easing off, but we shouldn't, in my opinion. Momentum is everything going into the playoffs and we could overhaul the baggies. Away leg second would be preferable. Agree or not?
0: While there's still something to play for, you definitely wouldn't be making wholesale changes. I think McGinn will sit out on Sunday against Leeds. I think Horahan will come, will come back in. Then, if you cannot, if you can't get fourth in the last game, you, you I wouldn't play Jack. You don't risk it. It's just no point, is there? Yeah. If it's a dead rubber game, you want to keep the momentum going. You want to try and win. But Jack's played a lot of games over the, since he's come back from injury. He's irreplaceable. I know we won without him the other week, but you want him for the playoff fixtures. You can't live without him for the playoff fixtures. So I think you probably rest McGinn Sunday, rest Grealish for the final final game of the season. We've got to try and get centre back solid because we need to get people back fit. I don't know how far away Courtney Hawes is. Yeah. Trans-A, but you kind of want to play them, don't don't you, so that they get back to, to match fitness. So you've got options. I'm, I presume we're probably not going to see Chester again. This season, at this point, yeah, it's got to too late now, hasn't it, to, to reintroduce him? It's good to see Alfie back on a bench. Yeah, there. maybe nice play to... him for one of the games. Yep, get him back in as
1: he's returned ahead of schedule. He was singing the Villa fan songs as he was warming was up. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was nice to see. he he, he looked. In good spirits and and the fans were singing kind of with him and it was it was good good relationship. I was at Bodymore a few weeks ago for a, a Luke Roper thing
0: and I got to say Tommy it was one of the nicest blokes I've ever met. Yeah, really really good to chat to, really nice guy. So he's back.
1: Yeah, Conor Huran comes on, Andre Green comes on as well. Albert Adoma had a very quiet game today. Adoma followed on for me from the last home game where I just didn't
0: notice him th- that much. I mean, I he's it's not for a want of try and he's working his socks off. Mm-hmm. He's, I don't really feel like he's affecting the games as much as he should be
1: yeah.
0: at the moment. Whereas when Green came on, I thought he was instantly involved and he instantly looked, looked lively and carried a threat. Yeah, Very unlucky not to score with that left foot volley. Yeah, Kind of a snap, snap shot volley, wasn't it? Was. It was. It came to quickly, didn't Keeper it? Keeper kind of just went, tick, 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 over the bar. Uh,
1: what's the goalkeeper's name? Dean Martin? Dave Martin? David Martin. Dave Martin. He, play, he may have used to play for Liverpool. I may have made that up completely. He was trending on Twitter. Um, at the end of the game, like he, he had a very good game again. He didn't quite put in Max O'Leary level performances. No, he didn't. No. He didn't make the notes obviously. No. Uh, but but again, a very good performance from from him. Max O'Leary, that was such a good game, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, um, but the keeper made some good saves towards the end because he defended Ghazi to score. Yeah, when he went through, and that was a good save. He had yeah, a really good, a- good save from a Keenan header that wouldn't have counted anyway. Why did Davis get booked? I don't know I can only presume they thought he'd thrown an arm or something or used an arm to try to try and hit he- he- well obviously he wouldn't be heading it if he were using an arm Yeah. but like he'd <laughs> used his arm to divert the ball I, don't, I really don't know that. I've not seen anything back obviously it's taken me three hours to get back yeah. here, which I've not enjoyed so I've not had a chance to watch anything
1: No, I, I anything mean, back I mean I haven't seen it either but that just seemed he just it was a great chance and then I saw Davis getting booked and it all was a bit confusing yeah. for
0: me I do like Dean Smith's use of substitutes I do feel like he always makes the subs at the right time like we're winning. We're winning one nil. Hour gone. He brings on players that could get that are likely to get you a goal. That yeah. He's trying He doesn't consolidate. He wants more. So Connor Offalyland is an attacking change. Yeah. Isn't it? And, a, and Green's probably a more attacking player than a it's, it's all positive, isn't it? He wants to get the next goal. He want. He wants to win two nil, not not one nil. Yeah. I mean, and it's a good sign that we've seen the game out
1: as well. Do you think because Codger got the decisive goal, he'll be first name on team sheet for Sunday in the up front role Presuming Tammy's not
0: back I don't think we'll see Tammy again It's probably wise not to play Tammy for the next two isn't it, you think would so. think, and again he's played a lot of games, yeah. Tammy, so he could buy rest Are probably doing good, and hopefully it has the same impact as when McGinn sat out a couple of games and he came back, sure, and absolutely hit the ground running I really don't know Again, my preference would probably be Keener. but maybe I'm just harsh on Codger he scored. at the end of the day he's going home and thinking, well, I've scored the winner, I've I've done my job. I just like I just like to see a little bit more of the other things from him. I don't dispute he's got ability. Yeah, yeah. I just like to see him work a bit
1: harder. I'd pick Davis especially away from
0: home, but it'll probably be Codger again.
1: And then Davis potentially in the dead rubber against Norwich. Yeah, cuz he
0: started isn't started a game this season Davis? No. And if we go, he's good coming off the bench, though, isn't he? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. He for sure. He carried
0: a threat today when he came off the bench.
1: Yeah, I, I thought he looked lively. It was good to see him. He's like we said before. He's got good feet, and um, if he could just add goals, it feels like, it feels like Grealish all over again. If he can, if he could just add goals, then he could be a real, real threat.
0: I think goals will come for Keenan and Davis. Yeah. I think, I think his all round game is so good. and his hold at play is massive. Like it's way better than it should be. Who's your man of the right. match today, Mings? uh yeah I have, to, I have to give it to her i think i gave it mings on on fan cams as well and as did many people on fan cams, but yeah. just give fan cams—a quick plug while we're talking about it. It's, oh yeah, it's out now. Now Rollo's finally uploaded to the right channel. <laughs> Not to call him out, <laughs> so uh, make sure you're checking out as a good fan cams tonight, and you enjoyed it.
1: I mean, I it, don't know why any of us work with you because you just dig people out. I'm like, to be with every
0: see my wife feels You take pop be. shots at us, both. yeah I do that? Maybe that's where you've got the pop <laughs> shots thing because I felt like that kind of made sense that time. Oh right. Yeah, maybe it's from from verbals. Yeah, there you go. Who knows? Um You've completely thrown me off course of fan cams. What I was going to say. Yeah, it was just—it was a good fan cams. Lots of, lots of new people, and you, you did the old trick that I used to do when I first joined the channel, where Matt Lynch used to do fan cams because he was the he was the face at first. He was the one who'd been there longer, as so he used to do the fan cams, and I used to just turn up, and mill around, and then get take all the credit of people praising the channel. <laughs> and that's what you did today. I could hear I could hear people saying, oh, "I love the channel. You all do such a good job." And I think thinking. I'm here grafting on the front line me and Rollo are on the front line here doing carrying out the fan cams and Tom's just lapping up the <laughs> off people having get his up. photo taken on his own get,
1: <laughs> getting out getting out of my handshakes thanks to Gemma for take, or Like she came up to me and said oh my dad I'm trying to get him on FaceTime but he's not answering and then she was like can I have a photo and I was like yeah sure went to like, put my arm around and she's like no I don't want to be I mean, in it be
0: fair As a woman, I can imagine she recoiled. I
1: mean, mean, maybe that's not... She she did tell me she didn't like to have a photo taken. That sounds like an excuse at this point. I'm pretty
0: sure I follow her on social media and I'm pretty sure she's putting (laughs) photos of herself
1: all the time. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean... Let's take it. She's not going to enjoy this segment <laughs> at all. I'm not enjoying no, no. it. I feel attacked. She's um, still shuddering now when she thinks of you, I'll, trying to put you out. <laughs> I was going to say I, I wanted to jump in and, and do a couple of fan cams. I would have let you. But then... then People came up and, and spoke to us, which is really, really nice. So, yeah, so, lots of
0: kind words. So, it, does, it does mean a lot, yeah. genuinely. Thank it you It does for mean that. a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, so fan cams will probably be out before this. It's out now. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check that out if you haven't seen it. Anything else from today's game before we look at the table? Because um, the table that, is interesting. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Even though it wasn't a pretty win, I just really enjoyed it. And
0: I, mean, just, just, I just want to emphasise, although I said <laughs> I'm fan cams in a bit of a rush of blood to the head. We've won, 10, we've won 10 in a row, but if we don't go up, it doesn't mean anything. That's not true. Because those players have written themselves into the history books now. And that would, it would take some time to be that record, I would think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's taken 109 yeah. years. Ten, I mean, only my dad has seen that happen twice. The ten, <laughs> yeah. The 10 in a row, last time in 1910. Like, he just, he's an incredible achievement. 10 wins in a row. Especially when everyone goes on about how hard the championship is. Like, it's a slog. And there's games within days of each other all the time. Like That is an incredible achievement. Well, and Especially off the back of how bad we were as well. Like, sure. And
1: how confidence was so low. So we've got it up to what it is now. Everyone deserves a massive pat on the back. If you think about it just in, in pure podcasting terms, we've done the last two podcasts, we've had four games. Yeah. And in the last ten, we must have had at least three two game weeks yeah if not four you know so so <clears throat> or a, or a three and six period or something like that so to get back win get back win and go on the road as well away from your families for different parts and stuff trip. like stuff like <laughs> that it's it's not easy and and there's a lot of like being a professional footballer is an absolute dream they not get me wrong. Oh yeah for sure but it's it's still graft at the end of the day and you you've got to work blooming hard to and i have to worked make hard. that happen
0: they have, they've definitely done that yeah. they deserve it they
1: deserve it as well because they do seem like a great bunch of players but you raise an interesting point we don't go up it's still an absolute crushing yeah. the, the mood is so high now if we don't go up it's going to be a huge body blow. It's also one of those things where it's like, well, they get your hopes up. Because we were all, we would all written
0: this season off. Yeah. Everyone. I well, know, except for one person on Twitter who it, I saw.
1: K2 Villa and then a, a couple of other guys have, have said they, they, they've they got evidence for, for saying fair that. Fair because I was and not one of those people. Yeah, you are very much the minority. And yeah, I've said that, fair play to you. But... Certainly, the whole Villa View team had, had written it off. I uh, mean, Dolan was ready to write off the next three or four seasons. I think the mood he was in. And I, I don't, you can't blame anybody for no, saying that it was the end of the season because it did feel like that. And so now the mood is so high, it's ripe for now or never, isn't it, really? It just feels like. I felt like with the playoffs last year,
0: we were all, I've, I've probably just done this to death on the podcast, but I'm want to do it again to re emphasise. From February March, we pretty much knew we were going to be top six, didn't we? Yeah. So it kind of felt like we were just waiting for the playoffs. We were we were there. We were, we were just we were aiming for second, and we didn't get it. Bit deflated. Into the playoffs we go. Let's see what happens. This year we didn't expect anything. Yeah. We're in the playoffs, but not only are we in the playoffs, we're entering the playoffs as the absolute form team in the country. Yeah. In the world, maybe in the world.
1: How many other teams will have won ten in a row? I I mean I can't. I can't uh, On the notes. fact check that no. But, but you, you must be right We must be up there So the way we're now Entering
0: that playoff picture It's just worlds away From last season And I was always worried About Fulham last season I really worry If we play our, our game we will beat anyone
1: in this division. Especially as the top three are all trying their best not to get promoted, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know
0: what's going on there. Let's
1: have a look at a quick look at the table then. Norwich are still top uh, on 88 points. They drew 2 all today. Sheffield United won and uh, they're on 85. So they could still catch Norwich to win the title, but... Norwich have Ipswich next, and then Villa, obviously. I don't know what Sheffield United's run is like, but Ipswich are already relegated, and that's a rivalry as well. Ipswich will be, like, great. So, I mean, Norwich can win the league against Ipswich, and, Ipswich, and they've are, gone down. Ipswich are bottom. First feed bottom, and they're big rivals. They so that's have, really that is grim for Ipswich fans. Shabbled. Leeds United lost again tonight, 2-0 uh, to Brentford. They are... They are Capitulating, so they're three points behind Sheffield United now. Obviously, play Villa on Sunday, um, which is a massive game. They're five points behind Leeds. It's West Brom. Two points behind West Brom is Villa, and then Derby and Middlesbrough are both on uh, 67. Um, so they're they're sixth and seventh. Derby ahead on goal difference. Bristol City have kind of gone again, haven't they? Bristol City lost today. Did they lose today? But they lose. Yeah, yeah, but they've got a game in hand, so they could... Against Derby. They, yes, that's right. So they could technically leapfrog Derby into sixth if they win that game in it's hand. exciting.
0: Lots of, lots of permutations. <laughs> Loads of permutations.
1: Um, so, so Villa could still feasibly catch West Brom. Yeah, um, West Brom have got who next? Did you say Rotherham? Rotherham. Leave. and Rotherham lost today to Birmingham, didn't they? Yeah, three-one. So, so they're not I great. This their
0: manager on the way home. I listened to a bit of Talksport on the way home today. They had a lot of champions. Talksport too, actually. They had a lot of championship. Talk so I felt like I garnered some knowledge ready for the podcast. Yeah, good. That is good. good nice. stuff. So have to do some research. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheers.
1: <laughs> Cheers to <laughs> chip no, no it. Uh, I shouldn't tap you. I might rip no, that. Players, I'm
0: already struggling.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: loss of life in his birth.
1: It's all tight at the top. It looks like Norwich should become champions next week, Um but I just I'm still feeling sorry for Ipswich. Yeah, that's a disaster for them. Yeah, they've had a they've had a torrid time. Um But but shouldn't have got rid of Big Mick. Do you think it's Leeds now to finish third?
0: Yeah, and like I'm saying, we're going into the playoffs absolutely buzzing. If Leeds finish third, they're just like on the floor, yeah. aren't they? They've compl- obviously they've still got a chance of going up, and you've got to be professional. You've got to try and regroup and get yourself going again. But that must play on the mind that we should have been top two. Yeah, fair play to Sheffield United. He's Chris Wilder is incredible. I really like what he's done there. Oh, for sure. They were good last season. To be fair, first season back in the Championship. Yeah. For them to go up, they spent a bit of money in the summer. To be fair, they've got the David Brooks money, in there they? a very good player. Yeah. But whatever. Chris Wilder, I just like him. He's, he's honest. He's clever. He's switched on. He's got he's got a set way of
1: playing. He's done an incredible job at Sheffield United. Middlesbrough lost again today, 3-0 to Nottingham Forest. I get that, man. You know, they're, they're capitulating. Who do you... So, it, it becomes an interesting one, doesn't it? Let's say, who, who would you want to play Leeds 3rd v6? Who would you want in there? Would you want a team that's going to... Beat Leeds and knock them out, or would you want to? Because Middlesbrough are no great shakes, but they. It, it's I mean, a tough Derby haven't
0: been either, have they? They've been very inconsistent. I look at Derby and I think, I don't think that's a side that's got the bottle to go through the playoffs. Well, they scored two late goals today. Yeah, Harry Wilson with the brace.
1: Yeah, that one of them was a Penalty as well.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, to be honest, I don't care. Mm. I don't really care who finishes sixth. That's good. Up to them. Do what you want. <laughs> I just care what Villa do, and uh, Villa leads in the playoff final. That that's the since we've been on this good run that's what I thought is going to happen. Just two big monster teams that fight out at Wembley, just praying that we don't come out on the wrong end of it again because I can't face that.
1: Yeah. The one thing that like because I'm not I'm not worried about Leeds right now, but the fact that well, they lost to Wigan with ten men on good Friday. But if they get to the playoff semi-finals and then win the semi-finals it changes the it mood. changes things yeah. doesn't it anyone who gets anyone who
0: gets through that semi-final is going to be buzzing going into the final yeah. it's just the way it is Yeah, it's, it's, it's a given but just the way that they they were there again and they've, they've completely blown it they've uh, had chances as well they've had chances to secure it they've not done it knowledge oh, sure. I've been
1: drawing every game for weeks it feels like yep it just it doesn't seem to want to happen. But, for I mean, they were in the driving seat for a while, weren't they, Leeds? And Bielsa was heralded as this. Oh, it's what a great move it's been. And, and it has been a go good move,
0: to be fair, because they.
1: Well, got... it won't be if they if they don't go out. if they if they put so much effort in and they run out of steam.
0: Yeah, but when was that last time they finished top six? So I don't remember it being recently in I recent just, years. This is. This is well. I mean, they were close last year, weren't they? They fell off. But finishing top six is no good unless you go up. I suppose yeah. the other way of looking at it, like exactly. we were saying earlier,
1: isn't it? Um, wicked zero one. It's looking like we'll get the baggies in the playoffs. Are you confident of beating them over two legs, given them? Given we've not beat them in the league this year, albeit without Jack. Um, we should have
0: beat them though, when we, and that was when we had our best eleven out when Jack was playing. Rodriguez, we, we were robbed. Rob Rodriguez.
1: Oh, you oh, almost had yeah. it. Nearly, nearly. And I've still not forgiven that. Hitzelsberger sausage <laughs> says, uh, "How different a team are we to the team that couldn't beat West Brom this season?" It's a completely
0: different team. The mood's different. The, like you say, it just feels like, that feels like a different season. Yeah. I, I think Howard Hodgson. Dan Robinson read it to me when I was when I was driving home, and I was speaking to him on the phone. We'd won ten games up until that, up until that point, I think, and then we've come on this come on this run and won another ten. That's what we've like That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. To be on to be on ten wins and limp sitting sitting in thirteenth, to then just go and do do a whole season's worth of worth of wins up until that point and do, do just win ten in a row. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, know, it's an unheard of turnaround. Yeah, I know there's
1: always a team that rises up, but we were beaten. We were looking poor. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, Adele and Daz Hassel, Hassel, were were the ones that said that they backed, he backed um, Villa when. Uh, well, he didn't actually back them. He said he was going to put Villa on to oh, win the playoffs. We were going to do it. Yeah, fifty to one, and didn't do it. So um, you know, what was the point? Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of other questions. Paul Scott Crombie said he was the one that got a photo with uh, Tammy Abraham. Is that today then
0: this photo?
1: Yeah, well he's in the sling there, you can see. He's got the sling. How's slinger. he driving? Is he in the driver's seat? Yeah. I'm fascinated by this. You oh. can't drive with a sling on. Not sure. No, he's taking the slinger off, I think. I think it's Anyway, check check. Slinger. Paul Scott Crombie's tweet, if you want to, if you want to see and assess whether Abraham's wearing a sling or not. Tammy back to, in two to three weeks, according to the man himself, after flying his car down 20 minutes ago. So that was four hours ago, four hours yeah. and 20 minutes ago. Okay. Um, so that's good. Gemma 1874 takes a horrible, awkward photo. Make okay, sure you check out, man,
0: we <laughs> out that photo? I've retweeted it as well. I'm so going to, to see it on my, on my Twitter feed. There
1: it is. Um, Jordan Smith, would you rather play the baggies at home first or away? Home first or away first? I'd always prefer to have the home. Leg second. Now for me, I'd rather play them at home second because I can't make the first leg.
0: I think my my dad can't either. So it's better to be away first. Than I've always thought. But yeah. then at this point, I've, I've got a part of me feels like it doesn't matter. You just got to because if you if you're away if you're at home first and you win your game, you've only then got to get a draw in the next game. Yeah. So it's, it's not really that that different, is it? Does it make that much difference? I don't think away goals are involved are they in the playoffs as far as I remember. I don't think so, no. So, I feel like it makes a massive amount of, of difference. Because you could pan them 4 nil in the home game. Know you got to do to protect it. Yeah, in the second. In the second. But game. I guess that's. I the think there's th- pros and cons for both. But the football league obviously feels better to be at home second.
1: because yeah. like that would not um, be the reward. Or playing in front of your home crowd, your home atmosphere. There's and, and you've got your routines when you're at home. All of that kind of stuff plays into it. So I think that, I think there definitely is a psychological advantage of playing at home second. Yeah, and I can go. Eventually, yeah, so. I mean, we
0: were away first last year, weren't we? But Middlesbrough, one-one-nil, um, pretty much got the job done away from home, and then just had to draw nil-nil yeah. at home. It wasn't a great couple of games, but we did enough. We got over the line, didn't we? But it was pretty uninspiring. Yeah, the home game was pretty tedious. If I if I, if I recall.
1: Yeah. Uh, Simon O'Regan, no question this week, just a huge well done and thank you to the players for the last two months. It's been incredible to watch. I think um, most, if not all fans, would echo that.
0: Yeah, I'm speaking to kids today in fan cams who have seen nothing but misery. Yeah. They've had nothing to be excited about and now they can say when Villa broke consecutive wins record, I was there. That's great for the kids to have something to, to enjoy and a, bit, a piece of their own history because... I mean, the Birmingham fans and the package fans and whoever say, "Oh, we have a harp on about his history," but we have got a great history. We've won the European Cup, but those days are a of, so so far away now, and not, it's going to be a long time until Aston Villa win the European Cup again. I mean, we weren't even alive yeah. when that when that happened, so it's just nice for the younger generation. To just have it's not a cup or anything like that, but it's just nice on that, that that little bit of history,
1: yeah, for sure, that they
0: can be involved
1: in it. Well, it's great nice. to see them with smiles on their faces it, as well. If nothing else, it's nice to be involved in wins. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and uh, That's what we're all, we're all going for, isn't it, to see Villa win? I, I, I felt like it was so refreshing, again, to, to be there today, but to watch every time... McGinn pick the ball up deep or Grealish or whatever it was looking to spray it out wide pass it on the ground it wasn't just lump it up no, forward no we don't do much of that anymore it's just beautiful football to watch and that's what's going to inspire the next generation of fans not necessarily the wins but the good football and it's so enjoyable today um, you know we, we didn't blow the doors off but we were playing good football and that's what we tried to do under Smith and that's what's going to Make us a good side for the next few seasons. I think we did what was needed. Yeah.
0: Today was probably the way I descri- I described the game. I think we could have probably been capable of <coughs> of blowing the doors off because I think Millwall were there for the, for the taking. But if you remember, you, we went to Millwall, didn't we? Away. Mm-hmm. How bad was that? That's
1: Kevin McDonald, wasn't we? We were fifteenth. Like I remember watching game.
0: Millwall in that game and thinking, oh god, these are terrible. But you know what? We're worse. Yeah, we were worse. And that was like, when was that October? Yeah. Kevin McDonald in charge. Remember the number nineteen, I think his name's Elliot. He didn't look any like a pro, like a proper footballer, yet he caused us all the all the problems. Totally. We, we, like we couldn't deal with him. Yep. And
1: today we've we've played Millwall and just been comfortable and we've looked like an astute footballing side. Yeah. For sure. Um Joe Schwaber says you walked past him at half time. Um, I did. He, yeah. Well no. I assume it was you. And um, he was too distracted by how nice your shirt was to realise it was you before you passed it. But I did not have this one, I'd huh? be like,
0: who's that guy in the extra small shirt rolling around in the park? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the yellow um, Henson shirt that uh, I've been sent. Yeah, check out my social media if you want, want to get hold of that, because they are being reproduced in conjunction with Henson. So if you check out my social media, it will tell you the guy to get in, in, in touch with, because I've completely forgotten his name. Yeah, well, you just find get, that. I had a few people come up to me in the game and ask me about the shirt as well.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of comments in in the in the, uh, in the tweets. Um, James JPW Lolly Liquor. I've definitely read that before. Uh, the importance of finishing above the baggies is the key to the playoff final. To get the home leg last gives any team a huge advantage. Yeah, we've like got we to aim for fourth now. Like we've got we've got to do it. Uh, Robbie Burns says now playoffs are confirmed. Uh, should Dino rest most of the players? I think, like you say, we'll see a few players rested and, and hopefully that will work. That will work well. There won't be wholesale changes kind of across the board. It will just be a couple here, a couple there. Andre yeah. Green gets a bit more time again, that kind of thing.
0: Lansbury's is an interesting
1: one. I've like, barely played all season,
0: but you can tell that Dean Smith rates him. Yeah. If he may be required at some point over the playoff run, like, do you give him a game now to just give him 90 minutes because he hasn't had that? Mm. it was just doing good to get 90 minutes in the tank. There's pluses and minuses, isn't there, for what you do at this stage? Yeah. There's no right or wrong answer, I don't think. Dean Smith will, will do what he does, and we've got to back him as the, as the
1: right call. Jimmy Barcelona, will we ever lose a game again? I mean, yes. Yeah, I would for say. Certain. Quite possibly. That. Multiple, I'm going to imagine. <laughs> um, uh, Hopefully not this season. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miles Osborne, Twanzabian Mings, Elphick and Mings, or House and Mings, providing all of fit. Probably Twanzabie and Mings. Do you think? Just they're both so natural at bringing
0: the ball out. They're, them two together bringing the ball out on their right sides. Yeah. I just think that would... Again, I think the level of football would go up another notch. I immediately thought Hawes. I like Hawes, though. That's the problem. But when he plays with Mings, he's playing on the wrong side. Yeah. So I would have said Hawes would have ended up at left back. But Neil Taylor, has been so good. There's no way he's coming out the side now unless yeah. he gets injured. Neil Taylor is one of the first names on the team. now. I thought him in... He was exceptional today, him and Ghazi. I thought they were really, really good down that left-hand side yet again. Uh,
1: David Elrington, Yednak yeah, has been excellent when he's been playing recently. 100% better than the nightmare he's had in the last 12 months. Yeah, agreed. Ooh. Oh dear. My alarm. I need to pack my passport. Get that packed. Yeah. Are you going away tomorrow? I'm going on a work trip for a day to Rome tomorrow. There's some big problems now because the alarm's gone off. I'm going to You're forget, not going to reset not. it. Do you know what time my alarm's got to go off tomorrow morning? No, I don't really
0: care, but tell me anyway. Half
1: past three. Oof.
0: Are you doing the podcast at nine o'clock? Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. It is a big day.
1: You're welcome. (sighs) It is a big day. Don't need it. Maybe we should call it a day. Cut off so 54 minutes is an acceptable time. Uh, Yeah, Simon. um, Simon back had a tweet. If you if you could build a stadium, uh, build a stadium, build a statue outside (laughs) Villa Park, right now. Who yeah. who would you um, who would be the the state the the statue figure right now if you had to of current one, day players or any of any although if you could pill build, build one of a current day player as well mm. I guess it'd have to be Grealish for a current day player would it I would imagine so. that's not the
0: poster boy isn't it Yeah probably either with shinning the ball into the into the goal in the Champions League final or um, Mortimer lifting the trophy would be the one. Mm. It feels weird that there's not some kind of God. nod towards that. Yeah. They're only trying to get that word in. <laughs> Any way you can now. Two times in a podcast. I'm I'm pretty sure I said it first as well. You did? Yeah. Absolutely did. Stealing my excellent use of the English vocab.
1: All right, let's get out of here because it's 9pm and it's been a long day. Um, I can't breathe. We should say thank you very much to everybody that's voted for us in the FBAs. Um, The the voting is now closed, so if you're like, oh, I'm just about to do that, you can't do it. So... uh... I've got to admit, I only did it on Instagram like two days ago or
0: something. Yeah, pretty left to the last minute. Hear me.
1: Um, but yeah, thank you to, to everybody that voted. Uh, we'll see what happens with that, essentially. Not a lot else we can do. No. Uh, fan cams will be out by the time you listen or watch this. Brilliant. Make sure you check that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think Rollo and Rushton are going to meet up and do a preview in the week for the, for the Leeds cast. That gets me off the hook for setting up the gear in the house, which is always... A bonus. Nice. And yeah, have a good time in Australia. No, are not going to Australia. No, right? That's next Rome.
1: Have a good time in Rome, Tom. <laughs> a day. A day in Rome. So I'm, I'm getting up at half past three, getting back about half midnight. Long, long day. Wow, that
0: is a long day. Yeah.
1: But it's
0: what you do. Do your violin, out, if you want for Tom.
1: Do for a job. Anyway, um, thank you so much for watching, for subscribing. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. You know the drill. I change review. Yes, absolutely. And we'll see you next week, hopefully, 11 in a row. Yeah. Dare to dream. We do dare to dream. <laughs> all right, that's it. Up the villa. Up the villa. Ala, ala, ala. Sports, social, podcast network. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. aha in my dentist's office.